Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee. Sounds perfect. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find name brands for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit at Ross. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. I mean, every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with the savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey guys, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Week four of Matt's season is here and I gotta say, 
the least uh, impressive episode so far. Ben, how do you feel about it? Except yeah, for you, Ben. I'm- you were the only one. <laughs> you were the only shining moment that my eyes were glued to the TV for. You have to say that because you're my co-host. I, I know mean, you. I do have to say that, but it was so nice to see your face. You looked oh. great. Oh, thank you, Ash. Well, hey, I agree with you overall. Uh, this Before we get into the breakdown and the rest of the episode, this is how I'm going to describe the this episode, really this season so far. Overly dramatic, not enough stories worth following because every story we start to pick up on start to hear and I start to get intrigued by they disappear for weeks like Abigail's like where's Abigail been like it's it's just frustrating so we're gonna break it down here over the episode it's gonna be a good podcast because we have a lot of hot uh, like hot headlines to talk about we also will talk about this episode a little behind the scenes that I got to see uh but we also have a few friends that will be joining us helping us break down this episode yes that's right Katie Morton is here hey Katie Hey guys, thanks for having me. What did you overall think of the episode? Oh gosh, I do agree with Ben. I'm like, wait, I'm not following. And then all of a sudden new people, I was already not able to follow a story. Where's Abigail? She's been hiding. I 100% agree with that. I did think the episode was like, it felt like it was going to get good two times. Like I felt like I was getting Mm. somewhere and then all of a sudden, cut itself off yeah you're not wrong i i would agree with you well uh we do have katie morton on to break down the episode and catch up on her life uh also we're going to keep katie around uh to talk about some of the recent splits in bachelor nation uh you know katie is familiar with the public breakup coming from the show any advice that she has for these couples but before we do ashley we have a live virtual event uh after we announced it last week, all 100 promo codes to the event have been used. So Yay! those are gone. We got over 100 people coming, but there's still meet and greet packages available, which will include a copy of my book that releases on February 2nd. It's a big deal to me. So if you've listened to the podcast before, uh, you've already been supportive of Ashley and I, but it'd be really awesome. Really, really, really awesome uh, if you go out and uh, pre-order the book, Alone in Plain Sight, uh, or if you buy the meet and greet package, you get a book. It's a better deal all the way around. You got to visit www.events.loopedlive, that's L-O-O-P-E-D, live.com slash almost famous. We'll put this in the show notes uh, so it's easy to click on. There's going to be more information coming out very soon about this event, so tune in. But Ashley and I really want to see you there. We definitely, definitely do. All right. Well, guys, should we start from the very beginning? Do you like the way that this season is starting out with like the juiciest clip up front and then they go into the episode? Or do you think that it's like a little bit hyper dramatic? <laughs> yes, I do believe it's a bit hyper dramatic. It's like then the episode is like a little bit want want because I, I feel like there should be a level raise and then there's not. Yeah, so there's like no climax to the drama because you already see the best part up front. Yes, exactly. You know, Ashley, it's I've never even thought about that, but it's true. I don't know if I'm used to watching a show where the climactic part is at the very beginning um, because then it goes into like the peaceful music and the peaceful scene of the scenery and you're like, okay, well, the whole episode, you're kind of anxious for that one scene and you kind of, I mean, I feel like I miss then what's going on uh, in front of me the rest of the time. The other part is we're usually uh, 
like used to just a cliffhanger at the end. Now we're kind of getting the cliffhanger at the beginning and the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is hard to follow. I don't know. It's hard for me to follow. It's like it's like when you used to write an English paper and uh, they made you do like two sentences, like the grabber, and then the rest of your paper you just kind of BS. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The scene that I'm referring to is Victoria and Anna, who are now seemingly besties, which is no surprise to me since Anna is gets so high on the drama. They're sitting together, and then Anna says, I heard that she is an escort or entertaining men for pay. <laughs> and it was a great grab, okay? They got my attention. Um, but then you watch the episode, and you see that Anna is kind of like, am I misinterpreting? Making this up out of her ass. Like, she's just pulling this. She just has. Okay, hold on. So there was this girl. The girl, what's her name? The one that comes in is the model from Chicago. She's one of the new arrivals. And uh, what's her name? Uh, Is it Brittany? Brittany, yes. So first she walks in and then Anna's like, oh, I've like. I think she looks familiar. Like, I think I may know her. And then all of a sudden, a few scenes later, she, like, remembers that she heard rumors about her being an escort in Chicago. This is, like, she just made it up out of thin air, in my opinion. I mean... And not only did she remember, people were coming to her. Yeah. Telling her. Yeah. Why were they coming to her? I don't know. Was she in Chicago? I don't know. It's, uh, and it's also just, like... It's kind of the it's not unexpected for the season though, right? And I feel like every episode and I, and I said this last week, but I feel like every episode has these moments where if in order for us to talk about it on this show, we're going to have to be critical of the contestants, which usually isn't how the seasons go. We usually like have our favorites and our people that we're not favorites of, but like this kind of stuff just makes us be critical of the Annas and Victorias, which doesn't make it fun to watch. Because it just makes me feel dirty watching it. I don't know if you guys are that way, but it's like, it's so mean and it's so like unneeded that it's not even enjoyable. Like I'm not intrigued by the bullying. In fact, like I'm turned off by it and I would, I I, I pretty much just want to turn off my TV. I totally agree. I think I said this to a few people. I was like, there's sometimes when people are highly obnoxious for TV purposes and you know they just want to get their name out there which is what I thought Victoria was going to be but at this point like to take uh Ashley's vocab on it like they're getting high off of being mean and it's it's truly is disgusting to me because I just I've never really seen girls be that like okay there was um a scene where they were all in the room and I'm sure there's some cuts and things but at one point when there is a reference to the bullying and you see them like saying mean things and then maniacally like laughing about it. Yes. It's really, yeah, it's just really hurtful. It's like true to the core, like mean. That's a mean girl. And we see that in the second scene as well when they are still trying to get on Sarah. And Katie's like, you guys, can you please stop? Like, she's gone. Let's stop harping on this. She seems to be the only one with any sort of empathy right now. There's a few girls like Rachel who definitely stay out of the drama, which I respect. But Katie's the one being vocal about it. Yeah. And it's Katie's really refreshing. Although I have to say, like, in the very beginning, I did. I didn't wish the best for Katie because I was like, no, not another Katie. 
But you know what? <laughs> I was like, no, you can't take my can't can't take my shot. I get it. <laughs> I, I haven't had another Ashley and I'm glad about it. Yeah, exactly, Ashley. You wouldn't like it. I was like, no, Katie looks like she's gonna go far. FML. <laughs> but you know what? I'm happy because Katie actually is taking the Katie name and like taking it to a good standard. I'm loving Katie this season. I feel like even when she approached, I don't know if we're going to be that far, but like taking it to the second scene when she approaches Matt, it's not like a whiny approach. It's not a, it's not like a tattletale. Yeah, it's straight it's not up. Tattletale. You've got to do this because the stuff that's going on in there is wrong. And I expect you to do this pretty much. Well, and you know, the thing is, it, the mean part of this isn't even the fact that they're claiming that she is a sex worker. Like, you know, in, in this day and age, like, I think we've all placed labels on people. That that part isn't even the mean part, right? The mean part is they're making up rumors in general yeah. Yeah. about contestants. Like, let's not even criticize, like, what they're saying she does for a living, which is her business, and that, mm-hmm. like, none of us have a place in saying if it's mean or not or wrong or not. What is wrong here, and I think this is it, is like they're just making up rumors about people, labeling people, and trying to shame people for stuff that like they might not even have any part in. They've done it since the beginning. And I mean, here, and and, so I got to put myself in Matt's shoes. So Matt's sitting there not seeing any of this happen. Everybody always asks, how can he keep Victoria around? He doesn't know any of this is going on. It's just now going to start coming to the surface. He's going to start learning about it. But when this starts happening and he starts being told about this stuff, you know how confused he's going to be? Because he's going to be hearing lies, manipulation, bullying, and he's going to have to process it all. If I was him, I would just say, I'm cutting it. Who's been a part of this? Who hasn't? Katie, you're my voice of reason. Tell me who should go and who should stay. Because she's the only one at this point that's standing up for the other women. And it is so refreshing to see. Because like you said, she's not doing it as a, look at me, I'm going to be the savior. She's doing it as a like, can you just stop? Because this is exhausting. Like, it's not fun to live in. Yeah. And how great was it when she did sit down with Victoria towards the beginning of the episode and Victoria's like demanding an apology. And she's like, "You're, I'm not going to apologize to you. And then Victoria said something that made me actually laugh out loud. She goes, if, be- didn't she say, she goes, if being mean, if me, name calling is expressing myself that I'm fine with name calling. <laughs> She's yes. like name calling is a way of expressing myself. Like, oh I, my lord. I literally was like that's so cringe. That's not that's not the way to behave. No. It's, it's tough. Like is that girls on social media feel they're like name calling is my my form of self-expression like what the hell? People think that way. That's terrifying. It was wacky. And then Victoria's like, you know, basically like threatening her and saying, if you try to shut me down, um, like I probably wouldn't do that. And it's just I love the way that Katie really did put Victoria in her place in that conversation to the point that Victoria like didn't have comebacks at moments. Mm-hmm. She almost looked like she was going to cry, in, in my opinion. Like I was like, oh, I feel like Victoria is so uncomfortable in this moment because she usually doesn't have people stand up to her that she looks like she's about to crack yeah it was amazing um so meanwhile while they were having that conversation the other girls were on the first group date of the episode which was extremely uneventful there was just a nighttime portion think some stuff was cut out there um 
Chelsea gets the rose, and I did like the conversation that he had with Chelsea. She definitely seemed deserving of the rose for me. She was talking about her hair and the meaning behind that. Like, I really liked that conversation because it is very relatable for me Mm -hmm. as well. And I felt like that was really real. I've actually never seen anyone have that particular conversation on any of these shows, which is so, it's so refreshing. Mm. Just because a lot of people struggle with that. I think I actually recently just posted about hair. And like, we hold so much of our identity in our hair uh, that it's, it was nice to have that conversation. So I totally think she was deserving of the rose. I didn't want it for anybody else. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it is, it's always, in this season we've had a couple, and in Tasha's season we had a few, and every season we have a few, but like, those are the conversations where I watch this and I learn. And and I, I don't know, like maybe, maybe I'm not the kind of fan that watches the show, but the conversation with Chelsea was so much more interesting and so much more engaging for me as a viewer than any of the stuff that was happening before this on the episode with the name calling and the bullying. Like, I don't, I I could have skipped over all that and started with Chelsea and been super happy with this episode. Ben, you took the words out of my mouth. I was just going to say that was the most engaging part of the episode for me. It was, but when are we going to see Chelsea again is my question. Good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good question. We, I mean, because we haven't so far this season and we have these stories that we love to hear, right? We have the Breeze, we have the Abigails, we have the Rachels that have like came and gone at times. Uh, and now we have the Chelsea's and then we have this Maggie girl who's beautiful, who everybody loves. And we're like, when are we going to see these people? Because right now we don't see them and we're getting pretty far along in this season. Like at the, I, I was thinking this would be the week that we started to switch away from drama more into the love. And so we just, bad, but instead we're in the opposite way because of the new girls. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say, but it's so far like the, the, the drama has been entertaining to me. <laughs> it's been fun. And I actually thought it was going to be fun this week again for the audience to see these new girls come in and to see like their reactions. But I guess like I just got really annoyed with the fact that the girls ended up blaming the girls coming in as being the problem. It's like, no, like we don't, the girls didn't decide to come in this at this point. Like, this is a show. Like, this is a show decision to bring the girls in at this point. You can't get mad at the girls for coming in. It's not like they were like, ah, it's time to leave my quarantine room now. Well, Ashley, yeah. question for you, because you've been there on set. Do you think, like, when did these girls come to the show? Were they quarantined the whole time? Have know. they been in a room? Did they come a week early? Like, do you have any idea? I don't know. I was thinking about it when Victoria said you guys were alternates and then you just stuck around. How does it feel to be an alternate? (laughs) And the truth of the matter is there are always alternates that stay that week and you don't know. I don't know. We need to get an alternate on here um, because. We need to get alternate Right? Because apparently these people do the quarantine, and as you guys know, because we talk about it many times, you're basically quarantined even if COVID is not a thing um, for a couple days before filming. So she said, like, were you guys alternates? And I I don't think that they were. I think that they were probably sent in a week or so into filming, and then they quarantined for that week, and then they they came in. But, I mean, I guess it's a possibility that they've been around that long. But, whew, that would be horrendous. I feel like they almost did it, like, Paradise style. I don't know if Paradise is happening this year. 
Paradise Doll where they were like, bring in, the, bring in the dancing lobsters, you know? Like, bring in the new girls from Paradise because this is the kind of Paradise drama we need in the new season. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I don't like the way... Let's talk about the entrances for a second, the new entrances. I did not like the way that Brittany came in and kissed him right off the bat, and I don't think that he liked that either. Yeah, but didn't that happen on his first night uh with all the other girls and it kind of seemed like he liked it like on the first night with the other girls somebody did that and he wasn't against it right yeah but i think now when he's like oh i have other relationships and i have actual feelings for girls back at the house that i don't i don't want this like this isn't all fun and games like we're not on equal levels right now i felt the vibe that he didn't like it like he he might have liked it earlier yeah i agree i feel like he it might have been cool earlier but i also feel like she gave off like that overly confident vibe Mm -hmm. That might have been like her vibe to me was the turnoff part. Okay. Not like, like, I feel like there's a way to do it and there's a way not to. And I feel like it almost like wasn't clicking. Well, and also no. like Matt is at this point super thrown off. So like, you know, and maybe so she didn't really. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, his whole world's been switched upside down. He's already having trouble with this thing. You're already starting to see Matt like start to get emotional and start to have a really hard time. And then all of a sudden he's told in a matter of 10 minutes, there's more girls showing up and he's probably like super shocked, which isn't Brittany's fault. Like it's not her problem that he's shocked, but it's also like just the being aware of the situation going, Matt, I know this is probably weird for you. So like, let's just ease into this together. Like that's the way to do it. But like by making it even more hard on him, it, it wasn't a great move. I don't even think he really wanted new girls. He seems I, pretty happy. I, I feel like making his decision harder than it already was was a little bit much. Except for, yeah, obviously, I feel like he likes one of the new girls. So, yeah, anyway. Right, I Michelle. I would say that, like, after meeting Michelle and going on the date with Michelle, he's actually really happy she showed up. And I'm going to put her really far in my my list oh. of who I think is going to get far. I think she's going to be at least top five. That's interesting. Well, I know the Michelle date comes later in the episode. So, hey, how about this? Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Michelle. We're going to talk about the group dates. We're going to talk more about these new girls coming in. But before we do, we got to take a little breather. This is the Almost Famous Podcast. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while 
the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash FAMOUS. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous. Okay, let's um introduce the girl all the five girls that came out. So it was Brittany, the one who kissed him, the model from Chicago. Then there was Michelle, she's a teacher from Minnesota. There's Ryan, she is a dancer and choreographer from Brooklyn. Kimberly, who is an ICU nurse um, from Los Angeles, and Catalina, and she's a former Puerto- Miss Puerto Rico USA, uh, universe. So who sticks around? Brittany, Michelle, Catalina. Did Ryan stick around? Yeah, Ryan stuck around. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, none of them made – so I think like the two girls that are really going to st- – stick around in the storyline is going to be Brittany and Michelle. You know who was a shocker for me at the end of at the at the rose ceremony who got eliminated was Kayla. We both yes. thought Kayla was going to get far. 
Kayla had, you know, the entrance with the truck in the back, the, the back seat of the truck. She's had a lot of screen time early on and she was gone. Uh, I, I mean, I think, Katie, I don't know how you feel about this, but I know Ashley and I have talked about this. We thought Kayla was going to go really far. Like, again, what happened there? That's my big question. Like, why don't we know what happened to Kayla? Because all of a sudden she's at the peak. We're like, she's one of our favorites. And then she's gone. Just drops off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's up with the inconsistency of the storylines. Like, it's just exactly what you said at the beginning over and over and over. We're seeing glimpses of people, which is why I'm so confused as to why they brought in more girls because it's like we can't get the edits enough to get attached to one. I thought I'd be really attached to Abigail. Yeah. And yeah. for a second, I forgot she did. <laughs> like, yeah. Every single time, I'm like, oh, shoot, you're still here. I really liked you in the beginning. I was so excited. It's like, we need more days. <laughs> we need more days of footage because too much is happening apparently over there for them to give us the good hours worth of conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Well, now we move on to Ben's group date. Ben, you led the um, the love in fall obstacle course. <laughs> fall in Was, love. Fall in love co- obstacle course. Um, we didn't get to know much about the girls through this game. You know, it's one of those activities that you don't really get to know a lot about their personality. Did you get to learn about their personalities while being there through this game. Yes, yeah. Give us a scoop. Uh, well, I got to know about them more from talking to Matt. Uh, and so my sit down with Matt was where I really got to hear. I mean, we were together for a long time uh, that day and uh, and chatted through. Like, I think we went through every girl that was still left, talked about the girls that came on. Like, how would we navigate that? It was a great, like, just time with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hope, my like, my hope during that conversation was to try to get myself to a place where I could be so normal that he would feel normal. So we could just chat and like catch up a bit. Cause I mean, you, I knew a lot of it wouldn't be shown. And so it's like, let's just hang out where, where you're at. How are you doing? So I got to hear about a lot of the girls. Um, I got to also hear about Sarah kind of going home and how hard that was for him. And then we did the group date. Uh, and I got to see their personalities a little bit, but here was the problem. It was a distant group date. It was chaotic. Uh, and there's a lot of cheating that went on like there were there were like stations being skipped things being skipped and it was so many girls that it was hard to watch and figure out i I will say that the the best personality shined like the abigails really shined because she was kind and courteous and like you know when i was like talking and explaining the 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 date she was like oh that sounds like awesome and like making me feel better about it uh the other one is maggie i mean that's probably why i'm a maggie fan is because, you know, she gets stuck in this pond in a pumpkin and everybody's moving on to the race without her. And she's just giggling and laughing and like trying. She's not giving up, but she just can't figure it out. And like to me, that was just like a really sweet uh, like thing for her to be doing because I could tell Matt thought it was funny, but I also found it like endearing. That's interesting, Ben, because I know that you have been talking about Abigail and Maggie a lot over the past couple episodes. So that's probably branching back from, well, not just the good stuff that we see on TV, but just because you felt like connected to them in real life as I felt connected to Rachel in real life. And I wonder if our vibes from them in real life will transfer. Transfer. Thank you. 
Yeah, I mean, I think so. I hope so. Like, I hope... I mean, because these girls are really nice to me, right? I'm a newcomer. Nobody wants me there. Like, they want to see Matt. They love seeing Harrison. And, like, I'm nervous. I show up. I'm going to talk them through this date and whatever. And, like, those girls just stood out as being super sweet. Now, none of them were, like, mean to me directly. But, like, some were harder to, like, keep (laughs) on track, like, and not keep cheating and skipping events because... That's just frustrating because here I am trying to get this thing to be a fun date. And when people start cheating, it just gets too chaotic. I got frustrated. Um, and so those girls, like, they were just nice. And they that stood out to me. Who was cheating? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, who was cheating? Uh, I feel like, I mean, I feel like all of them were. I know Victoria was. We knew Anna was because she said, I stole Britney's. Yeah, so like. He did. He did Britney's. Yeah, so like. You know they they're admitting to it. Like everybody felt like they were cheating. Um and and it was like so. a big pile on, but the uh the the one that like was very clear was Victoria. Like I couldn't keep I mean I, at that point I like looked around me afterwards I was like what's up with that? Like she just like didn't want to do anything I asked. Like I was trying and it was just so hard to keep her on track. Okay, remember how you I told you about Victoria. So you guys, Ben and I, you asked us a couple months ago when the last time we actually saw each other was, and we had to lie. Um, we actually saw each other over at Nemecolon. He got there like a day or two before I left. I, br- I brought him whiskey because I was out of quarantine. <laughs> he wasn't. Um, and we also talked about the girls and when I said, man, there's this crazy girl named Victoria who like started with me, he was like, you know, he was like, oh, man, like, I'll watch out for her. And he she ends up being on your date, Ben. And then yeah. when you called me afterward and you're like, I met that Victoria girl. She's wild. I don't know how she could be real. Let, why did you say that you, you couldn't believe she was real as as I also felt? Well, one of them was because you had told me like, hey, this girl was like was so hard on me. And so I kind of had my eye out for her. Um, and then like, yeah, it was just like the part where it's like, OK, guys, I'm trying here to put on a date for you all. Uh, I'm going to try my best. And like some of them understood that and they went along with it. And then like she didn't. And, <laughs> you know, my date, though, was different than yours. Like I didn't have a lot of personal interaction. So like I didn't get to see their personalities, but I was keeping an extra. I, mean, I think I just had an extra eye on her because of your experience where I was like, what's going on here? Like, I got to okay. figure this one out. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, the nighttime portion of that date, we see Anna get time with Matt and there's not a lot of substance there. She truly didn't even know what to say. He was like, well, if you had five more minutes with me, like, what do you want to talk about? And she was like, um, um, (laughs) Uh, but meanwhile, Brittany was looking at her out on the wings. And then we see Anna and Victoria have a little powwow again because they love each other now. Anna is strictly there for the drama at this point because, first of all, all that we've said tonight is, like, Anna couldn't even talk to Matt. So so why, why she's had plenty, ample of time to prepare to talk to Matt. Mm-hmm. And all she's talked about is Brittany or talked with Victoria or she cheated. We, first of all, we also talked about how Anna didn't even know confirmed information on Brittany before spreading a rumor and then all of a sudden, she's hiding acorns from Brittany when Brittany's <laughs> just trying to be a regular squirrel. Like, I know. Now she's a personal vendetta against Brittany. She does. Like- she can't stand her. 
and she's just making up those lies. Yeah. It's so wild. It's all her Brittany, and then can't. That's that. It's like that's the thing when you put your energy into some. She's putting all her energy into the wrong thing to the point where she couldn't put any energy into the right thing. That's You're right. right. One other thing we have to mention about this conversation is that is the way that Anna speaks when she says juicy things. She just looks like she yeah. she has to have the delivery of the most dramatic person ever, you know, with her mouth just like, let's just say that she's getting paid to do things with men. <laughs> I can make fun of her there, right? I mean... I did notice, I did take note on the delivery and I said, what's happening? <laughs> it's like a comedy. <laughs> I, I did say to myself, like, is this real life? I'm not sure. What am I watching at the moment? Yeah. It was, it's definitely a show. We're definitely watching a show. We came to watch something entertaining. It's entertaining. All right. Well, but you both have been, okay. So you both have been on The Bachelor uh, in the house. Uh, you've also all, you know, been surrounded by girls and like, is this common stuff? Like, is this what goes on in the house? Is, is all of this as you watch this, like completely new to you or are you going, yeah, I had moments of this during my season. I feel like they were pulling it out of us in our season. They were like, gosh, darn it. We didn't get dramatic enough girls. Like, I feel like Demi was the Victoria and Demi that that would probably be a, that's very offensive to Demi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I, I, we literally there was one girl. You know, we all just couldn't stand one girl. But at the same time, it wasn't like we were constant. We're, it wasn't like we were bullying her by any means. We were just like, man, she's not fun to hang around with. Yeah. So then you go your own way and you do your own thing. That's yeah. pretty natural. Yeah. So yeah, this this is all, all new. This is all new. Like, this is stuff that we don't see. I didn't see it in my house. Like, we never had, like, one person that, like, we had people in the house that were like, what's going on here? Like, but they would leave pretty quickly. This just seems to be lingering. Like, this thing is lingering on and on through episode and episode, and it's going to be back next week. It's just a lingering bullying that we need to stop on this season because we got to get more into Matt James and the great girls. Uh, we still have the last part of the episode to break down. We're going to do that with Katie involved. But again, before we do, let's take a break. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while 
the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care, Then you can sit in a room full of sick people, or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash famous. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit lifevac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous. All right, so let's go into the one-on-one of this episode. It's with Michelle. She's a new girl. Of course, the girls can't stand the fact that the new girl got time, whatever, whatever. Um, They have a scavenger hunt. Man, this is like a big like activity date. Yeah. Activity episode. Um, they go in the hot air balloon, which was sweet because that's where they had their first kiss and I felt it. They talked about, they talked a little bit about race in America. Um, was there anything that you guys wanted to mention about that? I think that, and I'm sure as we don't usually see all of the conversations, I think that their conversation, they kept it important, but light, mm-hmm. which is what you want to date. Like that conversation, it's hard to not go really deep and it can get dark. And I feel like they had a really good balance in that conversation. Yes. I also like the way that she was talking about how those 
situations play into her being a teacher and her having conversations like that and having heart towards her students. And it was totally relatable for him who is with kids all the time yeah. with his ABC food tour. Right. I think that th- I think that them bonding over kids was going to be a big thing ever since they said, how many do you want on a count of mm. three? And they both said three. And they both like really, you, f- you felt a spark there between that. It's uh, it's something you've been telling all season for me. It's very obvious when Matt likes somebody. It's very obvious, I think, when you when he's questioning if he likes somebody. Like this was very telling to me that he's really into Michelle. Like I don't think he's into that many of these girls yet. I think he's getting there. I think he's getting to know them still. But I think be- maybe just because Matt is being Matt, and he's being authentic. Like you can really see when he's into somebody. And it's this was a date where I go, this girl, this girl's going to go a long ways because I think they have something special. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Okay. Uh, then we go into the second group date. This is where Brittany tells Katie and Ryan that there's like this escort rumor going around and that she's really hurt by it. And I wouldn't say there was really a huge they, they like fight for love again. And like, again, I'm just like, wow so many group dates or so many dates on this episode are like not helping me get to know these girls or like my the connection they have with Matt <laughs> kind of like yours ben. <laughs> I love I love you but my you you know cute. you know what I mean um this this is another group date no, where like they're fighting in a ring but it tells us nothing and plus like how many times are we going to fight like physically fight during group dates like it's i'm so over this is the second second season in a row mm-hmm. no it's also my season we did the vietnam fight date yeah and they, had to, and they had to cut it short because it was too it was so bad yeah i mean were punching in the face. these girls were getting knocked around this is not something like, like what why i don't get it yeah i mean I, I see how it like seems like fun, whatever. Like I was having a great time on our fight date, but majority of the girls were scared and yeah. also it got cut off anyway. And I thought they would have learned from ours. Then they tried it the next season and now they're trying it this season. And not only are they, ch- the next season they were like, oh yeah, like pillow fights or something. Now this season is like straight up punch each other in the face. Like that is if you had to cancel it two seasons before, yeah. what are we doing? I don't know. And then Matt is, even says this silly line, like, it's amazing how they're fighting for love. <laughs> oh, jeez. And he cancels it. He's the one that's like, I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we get nothing from that. But then we do go to the nighttime portion. And this is where, like, Katie is hearing about the, the escort rumors and saying, like, I need to stand up for this woman. Yeah. And she she walks out, and I love the I love the fact that I think that Katie like made this move completely on her own because you see yeah. when she approaches Matt, he's surrounded by a ton of producers. So the, I don't think they, they were expecting her, and they moved away. Yeah, they retracted. So and she was like, "Sorry, am I interrupting?" Continues to do her thing. Like didn't back up. Yeah, she just kept going. So sorry. I know you're. I know you're having a long night. Like acknowledged his long night. Went straight to the point. And those producers were like, "Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go." Yeah. Well, because it. Let me. And this is it. Like typically on this show, and I think we said it last season. When you have 
the person that tells the bachelor or the bachelorette anything, it usually doesn't go well, right? Like that is never the person that sticks around a long time. But with Katie, there's a unique difference where she's finally hit it, like gone, I've this is going too far. This is no longer healthy. It's mean. And so she's not saying, I don't like this person or this person isn't here for the right reasons. No, the difference with Katie, because I can tell now that fans are going to be like, but you say that it's not the great thing to go and tell the Bachelor yeah. stuff. No, it's different with Katie because she's going to Matt and saying, no, this isn't me being catty. This isn't me just not liking somebody. This isn't me saying they're not here for the right reasons. It's me saying there is some mean things going on in the house that are hurting humans. You need to know about it, Matt, because it's no longer a good environment to be in. And all is that they can hurt their life, their job. Exactly. Yes. yes. That's what I was going to say. Because an escort being that word being attached to your name, when you Google this girl's name, it's going to come up with articles now that says like suspected mm-hmm. of being escort in bachelor episode. And then you're going to have to like read the articles to see that, that she's not actually an escort, but just like the name association. It's tough. Yeah, defamation on it. To close out this whole episode, because we can all agree there's a lot of bullying, there's a lot of meanness going on, there's a lot of name calling. Um, outside of that, this episode wasn't great. We got we got to rank this episode like we do every oh, week. Okay. Um, so, Katie, we'll start with you. We ranked this on a scale from A to F. Uh, what was your ranking of this episode? A C plus. Fair enough. That'll be the lowest episode ranking that we've given this year so far. Also, Katie, just for fun, we do this every week as well. What is your top? Who are your top three? Uh, well, it's hard to keep going because I don't know what conversations they've been having. But it was Abigail in the beginning. Um, I like Bree, and I'm going to pull in Michelle. Interesting. All right, Ashley, rank this episode. Okay, this is a C minus, and I feel like I'm being generous. Wow. Okay, top three. Top three is Rachel Bree, and um, I want to go with Abigail, but uh, I may move. But Michelle and Abigail now have like a competition for that third spot. Well, I'm gonna give this episode uh, a D plus because we had to see me on it, um, which yeah, brings it down you? a bit and. You and are then, absolutely ridiculous. And then uh, I'm going to say my top three, Abigail, Michelle, Brie. Rachel's going to fall out of the top three this week, mostly because like I don't have a lot to base that on anymore. Like Rachel just is, is there right now. I think she's going to be there for a while. But Katie's going to actually go four. Rachel's going to go five. I did that just to give a perspective of where I think Katie's at. I'm, I'm a big fan of Katie right now. I think she's doing think some great stuff. I think that we like Katie as viewers, and I think Matt likes Katie as a person, but I don't think he feels a romantic chemistry with her. I yeah. totally think Katie's zoned, but just yeah. seems to happen like that in the actual world. Yeah. Well, the final note of the episode is I thought this blooper was great because I was there for it, and so I just selfishly want to mention that Maggie – in the pond, in the pumpkin, spinning around in circles, and then her time with Matt was just fantastic. I think Maggie is one of the sweetest people to ever be on the franchise. I hope we get to see and hear more of her and from her. Um, I think it's important. But if we don't, I love this blooper because it was so real, so true. That poor girl was out in the middle there for a long time, and then she also just is uh, is a big fan of Matt. Well, uh, Katie, we're going to talk about you. Ashley, take it away. All right. Well, Katie, you were in Us Weekly this week. 
because I was yeah because you wow (laughs) because you confirmed that you're dating someone I can't believe this what do you mean I need to check the news you're all over the place I mean, like, Us Weekly, why do I not know these things? <laughs> um. Well, okay, so. <laughs> like, how does everyone else know before me? Okay. Well, okay, you, okay, fine. Cool. Okay, fine. I kind of led you into a situation. You confirm that you're dating <laughs> what, a year after your, your, your split with Chris, but they, di- they didn't talk about specifically who you were dating. So, um. Are you comfortable talking about who you are dating? Of course she is. Okay. What? Oh, you're looking at him. No, I'm not. <laughs> you're looking over at him. No, someone's laughing at me. <laughs> Someone. Uh, yeah, I'm being laughed at. Um, who? Okay, so Us Weekly confirmed that I am now dating after Katie and Chris Bukowski split. This is what I just recently Googled. Dating. Um, yes, I'm definitely dating. Okay. I'm definitely dating someone. Okay. Yes. Does this person like live in the US? No. Did this person slide into your DMs before you ever met Chris Bukowski in Paradise? Nope. They didn't slide into my DMs before I met Chris Bukowski because I met this person in person before I met Chris Bukowski. No way. Yeah, so let's clear this up. You met this person. You're like, hey, he, interesting. I'm into it. Uh, you go on Paradise. You met Chris Bukowski. It's like, hey. No, I, didn't say, I did not say interesting. I'm into it. Well, like, hey, decent human. Let's say that. Okay, good. Okay. I'm just I trying to. No, decent human. Okay, well, perfect. And then you reconnect <laughs> afterwards. And it's like, hey, maybe this could be something. Like, after the fact. And now you're dating. Hey, we're just happy for you. That's a big deal. Oh, thank you guys so much. Yeah, met this person randomly on the street. And then a year and a half, some change after Paradise, I re-met this person, yes, through DMs. Okay. Ashley, so kind of like you you definitely heard something right in wherever. And then, yeah, and it's a, it's a going. You met randomly on the street? yeah it's actually true (laughs) it's actually you know what and it was a street I'm literally never on unless it's for something bachelor so it was like the day after I filmed my paradise intro and I was at the Mondrian because I feel like everyone always goes to this Mondrian to like watch premieres yeah I think we're watching like a Hannah B episode or something and I was going to have dinner at Harriet's rooftop. And yeah, I literally walked out of the Mondrian and this person was passing me on the street. Did you talk to this person on the street? Yes, I did. For like a second. Literally like two minutes. And maybe. Then this person months later ends up going into your DMs and saying, hey, we met on the street. A year and a half later or something. Well, yeah, after we met on the street, this person said, how was the rest of your day? And I said, great. And then a year and a half later, this person thought I was where he was and asked me to go to dinner because my dating app had no location services on it. So it said I was pretty much anywhere. So he thought I was where he was. 
asked me if I was around and I said, I'm not. And then that's how it all started. Well, this is quite the story. <laughs> it's quite the story. Once it's fully confirmed, if it's ever confirmed, maybe I'll tell some more. I'm sorry. I have one more. I got to ask you one more question. Did you start following him on Instagram the, the minute that you saw him on the street? Uh, yeah, I think I did. Okay. But I think I didn't, like, I'm not that stingy about, like, following. And then all of a sudden, like, I'll, I do, like, big clean-outs. Okay. I do big clean-outs, but he was never cleaned out. But, like, I never, also, Fate. he, I never really saw him again because he never posts on Instagram. So then I never saw him again. I'm going to do some sleuthing. I'm going to go into Instagram, find people that never post on Instagram, and then... <laughs> I'll connect you with them. Uh, Katie, before you go here, uh, obviously we will talk about it uh, in just a second, but Claire and Dale uh, has recently publicly broken up. We talked about it on our special episode. You have gone through a public breakup in this bachelor world. Uh, any advice for Claire right now? Oh, gosh, find a best friend and stick with them because it's, it is tough, but you're going to see it through. And ultimately, if it wasn't meant to be, oh gosh, I don't want to say something so cliche because she's probably going to read that in any quote you could ever find in Pinterest. But like, find someone solid and stick with them until you see it through, essentially. And really just, I know it's quarantine, but like, get your quarantine buddy and hunker down. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I really. Yeah, me and Demi really leaned on each other during that time in our lives. And I really would say that that helps so much, especially because, like, I know she's really close with Michelle Money, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I would say, like, someone who's in Bachelor World that she's really close with, like, someone who actually understands a little bit of it, even though they might not have been Bachelorette, then I feel like that's the best. Well, Katie Morton, you're the best. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for breaking in the episode with us. Uh, this was not an easy episode to watch, and you watched it for the Almost Famous podcast. We wish you the best in your love story that's currently unfolding. We hope to hear about it more soon, uh, and hopefully you come on the podcast to talk about it for the very first time. That'd be really nice of you. Hey, yeah. uh, Katie Morton, thank you so much. Bye, Katie. Guys, thank you so much. Bye. Bachelorette's Claire Crawley breaks her silence after Dale Moss split. Now, Ashley, before you dive into that, mm -hmm. I think it's fair for you to update all of the listeners, if they haven't, uh, on the recent events that have happened in this relationship. Uh, rumors are swirling. Uh, mm -hmm. Things are being said. Because we didn't... It happened after our yes. kind of special episode. So she posted that she was made aware of a, quote, mutual statement the same time as all of Bachelor Nation when Dale posted that breakup post. Uh, what was it? On Tuesday? So, yeah, it obviously wasn't mutual. Um, Claire said that it's been a hell of a year. Speaking for herself, her intentions with this relationship have always been very clear. She says she's totally crushed. She said this is not what she expected or hoping for. She's still trying to process it. Um, basically, this post just was kind of savage to me, and I loved it. It was like, yeah, he just blindsided her posted about the breakup without letting her know he was going to so rude <laughs> it's so rude in so many ways 
Now, it makes me wonder, and obviously the next headline is, Dale Moss, mystery woman, revealed following accusations he cheated on Bachelor Claire Crawley. If you remember, uh, there was a headline right after they kind of went public that he was seen in New York with women. And then we kind of said, hey, these both these women have boyfriends or one's married. Like, I don't think there's anything going on there. We kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt. Well, now more are kind of coming out uh, talking about this. It, not only is this statement and that she'd even know about it, so just like it just fires me up that he would do that. Me too. Me too. There's now apparently he responded to being to blindsiding her and said this didn't come out of nowhere. Well, it's like yeah, duh. You guys were broken up, but you posted about it without her knowing that you were going to make it public. I mean, I remember the days when we were like going through this and like that I was going through a breakup and we were talking about this thing. And it was, I mean, yeah, we were we were barely speaking, if at all, at the time. We were done, right? We had broken up. We had moved on. We were doing other things. But when it came to, like, talking about it publicly, it wasn't something we did quickly because we both needed time to, like, process and heal, you know, mm-hmm. kind of, like, order, reorder our lives. And the second was, like, I don't, I'm not ready to respond to this publicly yet. Like, we don't need to. And we both worked together on, are you ready? Yes. Am I ready? Yes. Okay, now let's do it. Like, yeah. It was it was a very civil thing. It wasn't easy. Like I didn't enjoy talking to her about it, but like it was a civil thing we did because it's respectful and it's just right. And this this is the thing that fires me up, Ashley. He can go on Instagram and talk about all these things and he's a great dude. And then this is a sign that's like, how selfish can you be? I completely agree. And like we don't want to perpetuate rumors that we have no confirmation on. And of, of course we won't. Um ever probably get confirmation that he was cheating on Claire. But we will mention that there was this woman, that it was his real estate agent, that whenever he was in New York without Claire, he seemed to always be hanging out with. Um, And Claire was insecure about this friendship, relationship, whatever, the entire time they were together. Um, And Claire would always reassure Claire that it was just nothing. Um, But multiple people say that they saw the two of them kind of just parading around New York whenever Claire was around. And whenever Claire did confront him about this, he would always deny it. Um, So we're not saying that he did or didn't, but you know, there was definitely some, I mean, that's just like one of those things. It's like, you don't hang out with a beautiful single girl when you're engaged and you don't like run around with them when your fiance is not around. I just like one of those things that like, I, it's the age old. Can you be friends with like somebody of the opposite sex when you're in a relationship? Yes, you can, but only to a certain degree. Like, of course I have guy friends, but like, I also wouldn't be hanging out with them without Jared, like all the time. No, when I'm I mean, in a public relationship, like a fresh engagement. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like there's a fine line there. Well, E news is saying that Claire has seen proof of the two of them hanging out. Uh, and multiple people have told that Claire and Dale, or that Cl- told Claire that Dale was parading around New York City with this girl. So it seems like this at least played a factor in it. Now, yeah, past that, we don't know anything else. Who knows if we will? It's not really any of our business now. It's just it's over. It's sad that it happened this way. It's not okay that she didn't really know about it being announced uh, by Dale. The whole thing's messy. Um. And so it's just, it's been tough. And, and we I mean, we did a whole special episode on it without knowing anything. And now it's kind of coming out and we're like, yeah, I don't really like any more of it. Well, Claire Crawley's best friend, Michelle Money, and Katie had just mentioned how she needs to find her best friends right now. 
uh, sends her a better off candle after Dale Moss split. This is according to Us Weekly. Yeah, so <laughs> Michelle posted an Insta story of this gift that she was about to go send off to Claire, or she just said, guess who I'm sending these to? And the candles read, thank you, next, better off, and clean slate. And then she also had a little Instagram sticker that said, boy, bye. Yeah, uh, I I thought that Michelle would be like that friend for Claire, and I'm glad that she's there for her. Yeah, I hope there's many there coming out and supporting Claire right now. Well, uh, moving on to a different topic, Kelly Flanagan, if you remember, she was the one that was dating Peter Weber for a long time, said that she would definitely consider being The Bachelorette after Peter Weber split. This is according to Us Weekly. When I read the comments under this post, there were so many people that were like, uh, okay, Kelly, we never asked you to be The Bachelorette. I would, But, you know, she's responding to a question that press asked her. They said, would you ever be the bachelor? And she said, sure. But she doesn't think, like, I'm next in line to become the bachelorette. I think the better question would probably be, like, Kelly, are you going to go to paradise now? And uh, she said that she would, you know, yeah, consider it. So I would imagine that she would also consider paradise. It's going to be interesting to see. I think it would be a big storyline if she did go. Well, Sarah Trot shades, if you remember Sarah Trot, she just recently left the season of The Bachelor. She shades Victoria Larson after early Bachelor exit. The quote that she used is, real queens fix each other's crowns. What a great yes, quote. Yes, yes. This according I to loved, Us loved, love, love that Instagram that she posted with that caption. She said that she thought, this is very interesting. Sarah actually thought going into the show that she was going to be able to communicate with her parents and have access to a phone. And then when she got there, she found out that wasn't the case. So that made the process a lot more difficult for her. I wonder why she would ever think that that was going to be a possibility. It's hard to say. I don't know if she just assumed it. If she didn't know the stipulations, but yes, yeah, she did it. Uh, but yes, yeah, then she comes out publicly uh, kind of talking about Victoria. Yeah. Okay. So, but to address the quote that you just said, she says that um, we see that quote, women supporting women all the time on the internet. But what does that really mean? To me, it means sharing encouragement instead of judgment, refraining from negative comments, even when it's sometimes easier to say something mean instead of saying something nice. It means supporting a female owned business, paying full price. It means supporting a younger woman in your industry and offering guidance and support when appropriate means valuing your community over competition it does not mean you have to pretend to like everyone that's impossible but it does mean being a good person keeping your head up and refraining from degrading another human being you never know the internal battles another person is going through and at the end of the day just be decent and a kind individual i think that was um really great way of articulating the way that yeah. Victoria and some of the other women treated her. I think it's fantastic. I mean, just really well done. Uh, and I just love the statement. Real Queens fix each other's crowns. Well, yeah. speaking of Victoria, uh, big headline this week, big headline. Uh, people are talking about bachelor villain, Victoria Larson's 2012 shoplifting arrest resurfaces. You knew something like, not that she would have, a history with anything, but you just knew people were going to start digging for any past that can point to what is going on with her on t TV. Yep. So uh, she was arrested for petty theft in 2012 for 
stealing stuff from a grocery store, most notably makeup products. Um, she shoplifted over $250 worth of items, but she did go to the self-checkout counter and she bought some things, but there was a bag that she kept where of apparently of $250 that she did not scan. And then she denied shoplifting once the cameras caught her. But the thing was, she didn't know that there was cameras watching her. So she ended up fessing up and she was let out on um, $500 bond. It is a absolute wild story, but we all have her past. Um, I think the the big thing now is like, what in the world's going on with Victoria on the show? Well, Speaking of the show, Matt James's former roommate has a lot to say about The Bachelor. This according to Refinery29. Okay, so apparently a roommate of his who will not be named came out and said that he he was not a good roommate because he basically invited people over to stay over at their place for long periods of time, even going to the extent of making people keys. So there are people going in and out of their shared apartment all the time. Those people that coming in and out included Tyler Cameron um, just said that they basically had a big falling out at the end of their roommate ship. <laughs> well, I mean, I can see Matt James being a very generous man. Like, hey, yeah. if you need a place to stay, come hang out, right? Now, yeah. there's always roommate code, whatever it may be. You kind of agree on it or you don't, whatever that looks like. But just because he's a friendly guy and he's generous, I can't hate him for that. Like, I can't judge the guy, but... It does sound like uh, there is. It's just interesting that, you know, now the roommates feel like it's now time to speak on stuff. I don't know. I don't yeah. love that. So the next one is something that has kind of been talked about now in the headlines. Uh, it is interesting. It's unexpected to me. I thought this season would be everything opposite of this. But ABC exec Rob Mills addresses Matt James's lower bachelor ratings. The quote is people are just getting to know him, according to Us Weekly. I mean, I get it. You have no. F- you have no attachment to him from a previous season. You don't really care about this random guy finding love. There's a big component to getting to know the person on the previous season and getting invested mm-hmm. in why they deserve this, right? But, I mean, Matt is just so good at it that I wish people didn't think like that and would give it the, the chance because besides this past episode – think everything's been excellent i think he's been a great great bachelor and rob mills is saying that i think you're going to see the ratings rise exponentially um, more than you would have seen in previous seasons because people are going to start talking about it and it's going to be more of a word of mouth thing the i hope so the degree the decrease in viewers it's like under five million in the past two weeks and that is a lot lower than usual it's really low. It's, it's about there. It's like half at, yeah. at at half of what is expected. I don't know. It's weird. Um, there's a lot to that. We'll keep kind of looking into that as weeks go on here, and we'll find out what exactly is going on. I don't know if this episode is going to help matters though. That's the thing. I don't know if uh, this episode really pushed the ratings any higher. Uh, yeah. There, there is nothing talk worthy coming from it. Well, uh, one of our final headlines today is The Bachelor's Nick Vile is dating surgical technologist Natalie Joy. This according to People. Well, Nick was seen, looks like a paparazzi shot of him walking around his neighborhood with a lady. Um, obviously, like things get weird when we talk about our friends on this episode, on these episodes. <laughs> 
Uh, so I don't want to like confirm or deny his relationship. I'm sure that when Nick is ready to talk about any sort of person in his life, he'll do so on his own podcast. Well, it feels like people is confirming it. I usually trust people. Good for Nick if he is. She seems like a nice girl. Uh, is Hannah Brown dating model Adam Willard? Bachelor Nation thinks so. Yeah, looks like it. So people are really sleuthing on her Instagram. And she was seen enjoying a romantic dinner with a with a boy <laughs> in Nashville. And on the same day, she posted an Insta story of her like cozying up with a man, faces not included. And people have somehow figured out that this man is Adam Woolard. And I'll say that I looked up Adam before recording this podcast and he's quite a looker. Cute, cute guy. Good for her if this is true. Good for her. Well, final headline. The Bachelor creator, Mike Fleiss, asks $34.5 million, the same amount I paid for my home in Colorado, <laughs> <laughs> for, for oceanfront uh, Hawaii home. Yeah, wow. So in 2016, Fleiss bought this place for 16 um for 16.2 million from Julia Roberts. Heck yes. That is so cool. He apparently has remodeled the property and completely redone the surrounding landscape, making him put this sucker on the market for 34. 5 million. It's over two acres. It's oceanfront, of course. It's one of the largest parcels of land in this specific bay in Hawaii. Um, it's the North Shore. It's, it's apparently just gorgeous. The house itself dates back to 1910. Wow. Yeah. What a win for Mike Fleiss. I mean, that is something special. Well, uh, this is the Almost Famous Podcast. It's been a terrific episode, even though this episode itself, maybe of this week's Bachelor, wasn't up to our standards. But we'll be back next week talking about the episode, breaking down everything good in the world. It's been good to talk to you all. Again, just a reminder, Ashley and I do have a virtual event coming up. We always love get doing these. All 100 of the promo codes to the event have been used, but there's going to be more info and more things coming out very soon, so stay tuned to that. But until then, there's still meet and greet packages available, which include a copy of my new book coming out in, on February 2nd, Alone in Plain Sight. Visit www.eventsloopedlive.com slash almostfamous for details. Those will be in the show notes. Well, hey, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. So if you've been looking for love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find name brands for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit at Ross. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. I mean, every style for spring. 
There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with the savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So, what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.